I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, understand. you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor. A teacher. A clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble. And I know it. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Each of we have tonight. Uh, I, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. The internet, social media, dating and rideshare apps all make life so convenient and fun. Swiping to meet up with someone new has become part of our daily lives. It's also how many unsuspecting people have ended up dead. I'm Courtney Bell. And I'm Jillian Lee Garner. And we're the co-hosts of the true crime podcast, I Met My Murderer Online. In each episode, we share a true story of one such deadly online connection and hopefully how you can avoid it. We hear from all who were involved in the case. The investigators. They discovered a victim inside the house. Victims' family members. Right now, it doesn't feel like life can ever be joyful again. And sometimes, even the murderer themselves. You have to decide, okay, what are you willing to do here? Are you willing to kill these people? If you're a fan of true crime, then you have to listen to season two of I Met My Murderer online. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Deepak Bist is a prime example of a man who should have known better. He possessed the intellect and education and upbringing to know the difference between right and wrong. He even indicates that Deepak Bist does in his four-week chat with a decoy posing as a 13-year-old girl named Jenna. Deepak Bist was 22 years old in December of 2006, lived with his family, his parents and his brother, in West Palm Beach, Florida, and was a pre-med student. He was focusing on chemistry and was apparently also a teaching assistant in chemistry. On paper, he was a sharp young man. He was articulate, relatively good-looking, seems like 
a fellow who could certainly get a date. But Deepak Bist became obsessed with the idea of having sex with this 13-year-old girl. Obviously, it was really a perverted justice decoy. And if you recall this particular investigation in Flagler Beach, Florida, took place right around Christmas time. We had a pretty cool beachy house just across from the Atlantic Ocean, like a two-lane road. Walk across, there was a big pier boardwalk. Beautiful, actually. And it was a very popular location that particular weekend for predators I've caught. Bist pretends online in the beginning of the chat to be concerned about young Jenna. Talks about things like, you shouldn't be in this chat room. There are perverts here. No kidding, Deepak. And you were one of the prime perverts in this particular investigation. The other thing that strikes me about Deepak Bist is that he had, during his four-week chat, plenty of opportunities to get a grip on reality, to realize this is something he shouldn't do. He could have stopped chatting at any time. He could have not driven four hours from his family's home to our sting house in Flagler Beach. He could have had second thoughts when he was buying chocolates and flowers and condoms and lubricant on the way over. He could have had second thoughts during one of his phone calls with the perverted justice decoy. But no, he kept going. And again, this chat goes on for four weeks. It's lengthy. Hi, want to chat? He says. Now, Deepak's screen name is Love Source 7. That's right, Love Source 7. I'm not sure why the number 7 is significant. Love Source would indicate, at least to me, that he was looking to connect with someone. Hey, says Jen is Jenna. How you doing, he says. I'm okay, you. I'm good. ASL? 13. Female. Florida. Okay, this is seconds into the chat. 13. Female. Florida. You? Wow. You too young, babe. You shouldn't be out here. A lot of perverts in here. Yeah, sure are. Including Love Source 7. Nah, some nice people, she says. Yeah, right. I haven't found one. Now, here is the pot calling the kettle black. Here is the guy who is an adult, who should know better, who's complaining because he hasn't found anyone nice, yet he's okay with chatting with a 13-year-old girl. No, I'm nice, says Jenna. 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean that way. Of course you're nice. LOL, I know. So, where in Florida do you live? He wants to know. Kind of northeast, you. I live in southeast Florida. Okay. Your profile doesn't say how old. She says. Doesn't say much, LOL. Well, it says love source seven. She asks, how old are you? I'm 22, and that's the truth. I thought you're real old or something. I'm old, he says. No, not really, says the decoy. Okay, whatever. So, how's school? Not bad, I guess. So why do you chat? Something to do, she says. LOL. Don't you have friends? You should go hang out or something. Yeah, so should you, D-Pack. Hang out with some 22-year-olds. Or maybe some 21-year-olds. But not 13-year-olds. So how many siblings you got? None, she says. You the only one? Yeah, LOL. Is that weird or something, she says? No, I didn't mean it that way. How many do you got, she asks. I have two. One elder and one younger. Younger one is 18. That's cool, she says. Yeah, he just started college. So what do you want to be when you grow up? Says Love Source 7. Not sure yet. Yeah, too young for you. Again, too young for you. Too young to know what she wants to do for a living, but it's okay to have sex with her. Guess I better pick, huh? I always used to get bothered by such questions. Yeah. If a 22-year-old was talking to you at the age of 13, you should be really bothered. It's okay. Makes me think, LOL. LOL, he says. I never thought when I was a kid I had to live life. Now, there's a fine line between being inept, a young adult, who's chatting because they are lonely, and being a grooming predator. I'm going to go with grooming predator here. I work in the college, he says. I teach, too. Pre-med and teacher. What do you teach? Stuff. Chemistry. And he's trying to get some chemistry going with a 13-year-old girl. So what's your name, kid? I'm Jen. What's your name? I'm Dio. D. That's different. Full name would be Deepak. Oh. What's different? One of my friends used this Yahoo address. His name is Rocky Tees. That's a cool name, thanks. Oh, was it you or him I talked to before? It was me. It's always me, he says. So there must have been some other identity used to chat with young Jen. There are some weird and psycho people in here, he says. Some nice people, too. You're nice, I can tell. I can tell weirdos from nice. Hey, I'm not nice. You're not? I'm not. Why not? I don't know. So why do you think there's bad people, she asks. Well, don't ask for reasons. I know people are bad. He knows he's bad because he knows what he's about to do. That's it. When you become 18, then you start asking questions. I guess he thinks he's in charge now. I am going to be the same way as I'm being with you when I have kids. Uh, 
I am going to be the same way as I am being with you when I have kids. So here he is, 22, chastising someone he thinks is a 13-year-old girl for even chatting with him, yet he continues to chat. All about the way I talk to you. I know you're trying to help. It's sweet, she says. So just wondering, do you have family problems? Why is he wondering that? Does he really care? Or is he looking for a vulnerable child with whom to have sex? I'm going to go with the latter. Not really. Grandpa's cool. How about your parents? Mom's back home. She just got married. Who do you stay with? Grandpa. And where is your father? I don't know. I'm okay. I'm so sorry, he says. For what? About your father and mother. It's okay. So do you have a lot of friends in school? Yeah, I got friends. Cool. So what grade are you in? Eighth. Just as a reminder of her age. Eighth grade. Nice. I think I should be child psychologist, he says. Hmm. You're cool to talk to, says Jen. Is Jenna. My friends think I'm crazy. I always have weird point of view of everything. Yeah, he's got a weird point of view, all right. He's got a weird point of view chatting with a 13-year-old girl. And soon he's going to drive four hours to see her. I'm not sweet. Leave me aside. We are strangers, he says. Just to make it more creepy. Maybe he's just setting this up. So if he says, we can't do this, I'm wrong for you, I'm a bad guy. And if she keeps saying yes, yes, yes. Maybe somehow in his mind, he'll justify what he's about to do. He wants to know if any of the other guys she's talked to asked her out. Sure, really? Yeah. Don't tell me you went out with any of them. No, thank God. Don't you go out with anyone. No one. Nada, he says. So not only is he crossed this line... He's possessive of her. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Because they are pervert, and that's why. And because I said so. That's a little bit scary. There's a lot more back and forth. You have a great day tomorrow, he says. You too. Thanks, kid. Then later there's talk about sending pictures back and forth. Why don't you want to see me, kiddo? Never saw what you look like, she says. You want to see me? Be cool to see what you look like. Sends a photo. Wow, you look nice. No, I don't. Wow, whose race car? My old car. Just kidding. This is a picture from Disney World. Are you saving my pics, he asks. You want me to? I don't care. They're not worth saving. They're cool, she says. You're cute. No, I'm not. What's this one? Which one? With bottles. That's my dad's cellar. Hmm. Not much of a drinker here, he says. I drink once in a blue moon. When is your birthday? He asks. December 21st. Nice. You'll be 14. Yeah. Great. Wow. You're about nine years younger than me. Oh, yeah. So, kiddo, what else? Um, tell me what else you think about a lot, he says. Oh, lots, LOL. He seems to be spending a lot of time laying the groundwork. You don't know me, he says. You're D. 
his nickname. I might be some killer. Some bad guy. You don't know me at all, kid. Nah, you're not. I can tell. You never know me and you will never ever know me and only then we can talk properly. God, this guy's so weird. I mean, aside from the obvious, grooming a child. You're funny, kid. Thank you, I think. Well, kid, I gotta go to sleep because if I don't go, you won't go. Oh, again, he's looking out for the child's best interest. And it goes on. And on. And on. There's talk of music. So you listening to music a lot? He says, I love the song Baby of Mine. Allison Cross reminds me of you. See, now he's getting romantic. Wow, thank you. Did you ever hear that song? Think so. Sends her a copy just in case. A link. Okay, you ever heard of song Inside Out by Brian Adams? Is it cool? Kinda. Then he sends that song. More talk about him not wanting her in the chat rooms because there are a lot of perverts in there. I wouldn't like it if you enter there, but you can do whatever you want. Who am I to stop? You're a friend. We are strangers, kiddo. Nah. Yes, we are. <laughs> He's not going to be a stranger to the law in a matter of days here. It's now November 23rd, 2006, and the chat continues. Little does he know that in 18 days, he's going to meet me. I want to hear your voice, he says. You can't. You said I can't. You won't hear me. I'm going to hear you. That's no fair, LOL. Okay, I can't hear you because I shouldn't talk to you. Why not? Because you're young and I'm old. And if anyone found out, I'll go to jail. If you were 18, then it would be a different story. I could date you. Oh. And I would love to date you. Because you're sweet. Oh, thank you. So you got a cam? So now he's gone from, you know, you shouldn't be in there. To, I would date you if you're 18. Did you ever see anyone naked? No. That's cool, he says. Because a lot of perverts will do that. Yeah. Really? Yes. How do you know? I know a lot of stuff. Like what? Don't want to tell you. Okay. Not good for you. Because you're young. So any of your friends have had sex? Yeah. Are you the last one? No. Okay. So you want to do it? Here we go. Before you're 18? If there's somebody nice, she says. Okay. And who is nice? I don't know, LOL. Okay. So what you know? About what? About who is nice? He's playing with her. And would you have sex? I don't know. That's not nice, kid. You have to change your attitude. Hmm. You will find someone really nice, he says. You're good, she says. Who love you and treat you good. Probably. If you don't find anyone, I'll take you out. Yeah. I guess he's just being a good Samaritan, huh? So what's the sexiest movie ever seen? I don't know, LOL. That reminds me Ghost was really good. I'm going to add it to my faves, she says. 
Why are there always sex scenes in scary movies, he asks. I don't know. Kind of fun to get scared. More fun are the sex scenes. He's starting to press it here a little bit. So you want to go out with me, he asks, finally. Yeah, sounded cool. And you want to have sex? I guess it sounds cool. Okay. Well, I thought about it. And I don't think I'll be able to come down there. Oh, okay. Sorry about it. It's okay. Again, she's letting him off the hook. I figured you were messing with me, she says. It's just I thought about it and I thought I would have to live with the guilt of having sex with you. If that's what you want, she says. Well, yeah. You know how I always told you to stay away from perverts. I was about to become one. Why? By having sex with you. I don't think it's right. Maybe you will appreciate it and not hate me for giving you false hope. Hope for what? For we hanging out. Moreover, if I came there and we had sex and later I'm not able to come, you would think I'm only up for sex. Nah, I knew you couldn't do that. What, I couldn't do that? Like, come all the time. Let me ask you, yeah? Is it that you just want to lose your virginity? No. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of us had complex like that when we were young. Anyone who thinks of having sex with a minor is not nice. Well, Deepak, you're not that nice. Then there's talk about the neighbors and how she's going to be alone and logistics. He wants the address. Well, if I meet you and anyone knows about it, I'm going to jail. So tell me your address. So this goes on. And then they have a phone call. Hello, how are you doing? Oh, I couldn't hear you. I wonder what was up with the phone. Oh, okay. I thought you were so excited. Hello, how are you doing? He says. Hello. Hi, what's up? Okay, I'm just chatting. I got all your things you wanted. Oh, okay. And more. I'm just chatting. I got all your things you wanted, meaning chocolate, flowers, lubricant, condoms. Okay. Okay. okay so you're you're coming, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, um, how long do you think it's going to be until you get here? Uh, one and a half. Okay. So I should be there by five thirty. Okay. Cool. Well, um, I'll call you when I reach the neighborhood. Okay. I'll call you when I reach the neighborhood. Sounds pretty committed now. All right. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. So if we have sex, is it okay with you? Yes, sounded okay, she says. Would you do all the things they do in sex? Like what? Like sucking? Oh, lol. So you want me to kiss you on the lips first? It would be painful at times. You might bleed, too. This is his science background apparently coming out. Pre-med student and all. So do you have the desire to have sex? But if you tell some older person about this, then they would think I'm a disgusting beast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. He has another phone call here before he shows up. Hello? Hello? Are you happy? Yeah, okay. Uh, I should be there in another 15 minutes. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 15 minutes. 
The clock is ticking for Deepak Bist. Hello? Hello? What? Hello? You can hear the door close in the background. He's in the driveway. And he's about to walk into the house. Oh, and there's one more important thing that comes up in the chat that I need to mention. Deepak has actually seen To Catch a Predator on Dateline. That's right, he's watched it. And he brings it up in the chat with the girl. After he says, so you're going to suck my cock? I would suck your pussy. Would you drink my cum? So you want to be fucked in the pussy or ass? Oh my God, LOL, she says. I don't know what's best. We can try pussy first. Oh, thanks, T-Pack. So he says all this. Asks if she wants to do it on the sofa or the bedroom. He's worried that somebody might come to the house while they're having sex. And then this is the great part right here. You ever watch Dateline, he says. I was watching it yesterday. Don't think so. Is it good? Yeah. These TV personal, maybe he means personnel, chat with men as kids. They ask them to meet and then they show it on TV. It's pretty funny, he says. Nice, huh? You should watch it. Funny? Well, not really. Like the vids you showed me, those were funny. Well, yeah, that's funny. Ain't like that, but this is the show they send those people to jail for meeting a child. Someone from the TV program act as a child and talk to people online. Hmm. So you ready for it? He dismisses any concerns about Dateline. So we have a guy who says he's a horrible human for doing what he's thinking about doing. He talks about how there are perverts in the chat room. He clearly acknowledges her age, that it's illegal, that he could go to jail, and he's seen to catch a predator on Dateline NBC, describes it in detail. You'd think that'd be enough to deter somebody. But oh no, not Deepak Best. Here he is. He's in the kitchen. You ever watch Dateline? I was watching it yesterday. Don't think so. Is it good? Yeah, these TV personnel chat with men as kids and they ask them to meet them and show it on TV. Oh. It's pretty funny. You should watch it. Yeah, who's funny now, Deepak? If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. He comes in all smiles, has a bouquet of flowers. The onside decoy is standing behind the bar, and he can't wait to hand her these flowers. How are you? Thank you. He starts to walk closer to the onside decoy, and I sense from the back room, the bedroom, that it's time for me to walk out. Obviously, we've gone through the chats. We know that there's the possibility he could be aggressive. He's wearing a tracksuit of sorts. Can't imagine what he's thinking when I walk out. So I start by inventorying the items he's brought. Well, I'm shy. I just want to get comfortable. Let me get the sheet right over there. So we have chocolate. 
and flowers. Very nice. What are you doing here today? Nothing. Nothing. I ask him what he's doing here today. Nothing. So who were you here to see? Okay. She, she asked me to come. She did. Yes, she did. And now, like so many other predators I've caught, he's going to make it the girl's fault or the boy's fault. He asked me to come here. She asked me to come here. He's going to deflect, blame the victim. I did not. I told her it's not, it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. But she's too young. How old is she exactly? She said she And how old are you? So you knew it wasn't a good thing to do. Yeah, it was. But you did it anyway. So it's the 13-year-old girl's fault, not the 22-year-old man. You start out telling her that she's too young. And I'm going to confront Deepak with every bit of it. You're too young, babe. You shouldn't be out here. A lot of perverts in here. What do you mean by that? There aren't people that want to have sex with People like yourself. No, I don't want to have sex with You don't want to have sex with her? No, I don't want to have sex with her. Come on, Deepak. Did you bring condoms? Yes. Yes. What else is in there besides condoms? Uh, a lotion. So why would you bring condoms and lotion if you were just here to talk with the girl? Well, she said we're going to have sex. She said. Yes. She said. She said we're going to have sex. What do you think should happen to you? I really don't know. But let me tell you something that I know. And that is I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. And we're doing a story on adults who try to meet children online for sex. Now, you'd think having seen the show and having a basic understanding of how this works, that he would know, Deepak would, that once I say my name, the, the big cameras come out. Everything's being recorded on hidden cameras up until this point. When I say I'm Chris Hansen and I'm with Dateline NBC, that's the signal. Now it's takedown and the cameras come out but he freaks out a little bit he's not his calm deflective self he pulls his shirt up over his head and walks out the door and into the arms of the flagler beach police department oh, he's, 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 Deepak is taken away for questioning by detectives and members of the district attorney's office, state attorney in Florida. And again, he continues to blame the victim. She lured me. Lured me. Well, she lured me, I would say that. Run that by me again. She lured me, I mean. And the detective believes the story about as much as I did. You drove from West Palm Beach up here three and a half to four hours, got chocolates, flowers, and lotion and condoms because you were going to come up to have sex with her. Is that, that pretty accurate? That's right. All right. He agrees it looks bad, but never comes clean during the interview with detectives. Deepak Bist is charged with attempted lewd and lascivious behavior with a child and using a computer to have sex with a child. And because he was not a U.S. citizen, he was actually here on a student visa from Nepal, his case was referred to immigration officials, the feds. 
Now, he probably could have early on come to some sort of a plea agreement and done a little bit of time in the county jail and been done with it. But Deepak Bist fought this case for two years, two full years, before finally realizing the evidence against him was overwhelming. I mean, the chats are the chats. And I don't know of a more airtight case than this. He finally pleads no contest. And in December of 2008, is sentenced to 21 months in prison. He appeals that, and they don't make him go to prison during the appeal. They let him stay out on bond. He had to post like a $5,000 bond. The appeal is denied. No surprise there, since it was such a strong case. And that happened in 2010. Where is Deepak Bist? Well, he's nowhere to be found. Can't find him. He didn't show up in court. Lawyer doesn't know where he is. Family doesn't know where he is, allegedly. So in 2012, now six years almost after the offense, they revoke his $5,000 bond. Forfeited. Can't find him anywhere. Now here's the interesting part of this. You'd have to think that he left the country somehow. That maybe he went back to Nepal or another country. Because once you have a warrant outstanding, it's pretty easy for the authorities to find you. Your name goes in the system, and if you get popped for a traffic stop or anything else, if they want to find you, they'll find you. It's not as easy as people think to stay off the grid. So one would have to imagine that because they never found him, there were no hits anywhere, he ends up going back to Nepal or another country. But here's the fascinating thing. In 2012, about the same time that his bond is revoked, there were apparently local media reports of a man named Deepak Bist, who was 28 years old, which would be consistent with the Deepak Bist who got busted in our sting, being murdered at the Nepal-India border after apparently having some sort of an argument with another man over an 18-year-old girl. Now, I don't have this confirmed, proof positive, and it's a little hard to track down information in Nepal, as you may imagine. Also, you should know that Deepak Bist is not an unusual name in Nepal. But you have to wonder, given the circumstances, if the Deepak Bist I talked to in the Stinghouse in Flagler Beach is the same Deepak Bist who met his demise in 2012 in Nepal. I'm going to keep researching this And I will let you know if I can narrow it down any further. More of our story in a moment. As always, I like to hear from you. 
And this week's question comes from Kip Abonte. Hey, Chris, my name is Kip Abonte. First of all, love your work. Love to catch a predator. Love Hanson versus Predator. Really debating on whether or not I should subscribe to True Blue, but it's looking like I am, so I can watch all the takedown episodes. Really excited about that. So my question was concerning, I know you've recognized Predators before, but are there any that you didn't recognize in the moment and then after you recognize them? And if there is any, what's your story with them? How'd you meet them? Were you friends or just acquaintances and stuff? Anyways, appreciate you listening. Hopefully this Predator podcast goes on forever, basically. (laughs) But yeah, have a good day. Thank you, Kip. And I can assure you that subscribing to True Blue is a good investment. And I can also assure you that there will be many more episodes of this podcast and takedown the new predator investigations to come on True Blue. Great question. I think the case you're referring to was that of a man named Charles, who surfaced during our sting in Fairfield, Connecticut in 2015. When Charles came in, he looked immediately familiar, pulled into the driveway, the bright red Jeep. And when I walked out, he looked at me and said, Chris, no, Chris, it's not what it looks like. And then he bolted. He was actually chatting with the on-site mail decoy for a minute, and he was going to go to his Jeep to get some porn, mail porn. And I wasn't exactly sure whether or not he was going to come back. So I, I came out and maybe I hurried it. Maybe I should have waited for Charles to walk back in. And maybe I would have been in a better position to have a more meaningful chat with him. But after he bolted, Charles, it dawned on me, looked very familiar. And then I started to think, is that the same Charles who used to be on the train that I would take from time to time between Connecticut, where I lived at the time, and New York City, where my office is. And sure enough, it was the same Charles. Charles worked in real estate. Charles was on the periphery of our friend group on the train, but it was the same Charles. I talked to him, got him on the phone once, asked him to come on to an interview. He declined. Interesting side note is that after the Fairfield investigation, you know, these guys were obviously charged, so it made local news, you know, in the Fairfield, Connecticut newspapers, Stanford, Connecticut newspapers. And so all the guys from Metro North, you know, the conductors and everybody who knew the regular commuters, nicknamed him Choo Choo Charlie from then on. Charles did some time after that. I'd still like to interview him. He claimed that he didn't have his glasses on and he thought 13 was 18. One of the detectives at the Fairfield Police Department asked him how he was able to see the address of the house without his glasses. He didn't have a good answer for that. You can find me all over social media on Twitter or X, as it's now known, at Chris Hansen, Instagram, official Chris Hansen, TikTok, have a seat with Chris Hansen, Cameo, and always on my streaming crime network, True Blue, T-R-U-B-L-U, watch trueblue.com for details. 
new predator investigations up now, takedown, and a lot of other compelling content. Watch TrueBlue.com for details. And you can always find me here at Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening. A Huda Media Production.